So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everyone? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. As you probably know, I'm your host Javier. If you are a new listener, welcome to this podcast. I'm excited to have you here. So let's get into this. Let's dive in. So, you know, as you probably know this, um, we started entering into a recession um, probably, I don't know, late last year, late 2022. And so if you're listening to this right now, we're, we're more than likely in a recession at, as we speak. So you might be listening to this episode sometime in January, February. And if you're, or you might be listening to it later because you're, you're, you're late to the show. Um, with that said, what I want to do is I want to kind of um, give some pointers and tips on how to retain your marketing role in a recession. Okay. So and, and, and this is this is tough because like I've been through technically, I guess you could say three recessions that I that that I know that we were in a recession. So my first one was during the Great Recession, which was in 2008 to 2010. Um, that's whenever I was actually running a company. Um, I was uh, started my first company in 2008 and ran it through the recession. That was probably the worst and the best thing that could ever possibly happen to me because I had to bootstrap the shit out of that, okay? And then you had your, I guess you could almost say your faux recession in 2020 with um, the pandemic. Now, I'm not saying it was a fake recession, but it wasn't like your true traditional recession that was more um, driven because of all of the mandates and stuff like that. And then now we have like, what we were anticipating the type of recession that we expected right now um you know i got through the 2008 to 2010 recession the great recession uh, and the reason i was able to get through it is because i had to bootstrap everything i was very strategic um and i i got to the point where i was um i, I was smart with what i was not just spending but um, i was getting better at closing opportunities so I would be good at marketing and I would be good at getting getting leads and generating them, but then I was good at also closing them, which taught me how to communicate correctly, how to speak to these people so that I could get more of those folks into the door. Um, so that was a great, it was a great learning mo- moment because I had to eat, I had to kill what I ate. And, and, and that's the thing about recessions is that I don't necessarily think that a recession is a bad thing. If anything, what you should be thinking about is that a recession is an opportunity to optimize your business and to optimize your systems. And that's exactly what happened to me in 2008. I was able to optimize a whole bunch within uh, my company um, and it got to the point where I was actually thankful. I was very, very thankful for being in a recession because I wasn't overspending in areas that I didn't need to. Uh, and so sometimes what happens is that when you're running a company, you start overspending because like, well, you know, like it's okay because of this and, and we need this and we need to do that and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. In reality, you could probably cut back on those expenses and still be okay. And so where I'm coming from is, is that recessions 
like there's there's two sides of this coin but yes recessions hurt because then people start losing their jobs and it affects families i'm not implying about that stuff like that 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 is true like i've been laid off during a recession as well too so i understand all right but where i'm coming from i guess is 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 that it also forces you to be smart about what you do how you do it the decisions you make to justify them all those things and really measure what matters okay and and really like bottom line like revenue matters and and so what i'm what i'm getting to here is is that you should sometimes be thankful to be in a recession because it's going to be a gut check where you're going to be having to sit back and be like do i really need this expense does this really affect revenue is this really going to drive sales is this really going to like like you 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 get down to like net net like it's 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 where you're you're essentially starting to realize like where on the other side of it is that if you weren't in a recession you're like well you know things are still good we can still kind of do this it's okay because things are still good and i and, and i'll be honest being in a recession made me a better business owner and it made me a better business minded person it made me have to start like betting on myself and really like just gut check a lot of stuff so i've got some key points here on how to essentially retain your role um, as a marketing leader or as just if you're just a marketing coordinator or, or even like don't have marketing get cut out of the expenses because let's let's be honest here when we're in a recession what's the number one thing most people want to cut marketing why because they're like well it's a it's a it's it's an expense it doesn't drive revenue like you know what drives revenue is sales and operations and those are the two things and and obviously like finance and those are the areas that drive revenue because you need someone to know, to know the books you need someone to close deals you need someone to make sure you can fulfill the the stuff and so as a facility management leader you want to be thinking about you know how can you make marketing not suffer because i'm going to be straight with you the last thing you want to do is cut back on your marketing efforts that's my last point but i'm going to bring that as a first point you do not want to cut back any marketing efforts because this is what's going to happen and mark my word okay mark my word you cut back six to 12 months of marketing expenses and efforts you are going to be six to 12 months if not 24 months behind everybody else why because those companies that did not cut back and they started doubling down and then they started like seeing that everyone else is cutting back they're going to be ahead of you they're going to be ahead of you on organic where you're doing better on organic search they're going to be ahead of you on brand they're going to be ahead of you on trust they're going to be ahead of you in so many areas because here's what's going to happen is that when there's less competition for paid advertising then running ads is going to be cheaper and and i i said this during the pandemic of 2020 in 2020 that this is the time to start putting money into ads and channels that you weren't sure about i actually said that in many places now that i'm thinking about it and i said that that this is the opportunity because now paid ads became cheaper facebook became cheaper google became cheaper why because businesses were folding i'm not saying that's a good thing i'm just simply saying that the demand went down and so right now we're going to be experiencing the same thing too where your dollar goes further okay and i'm slowly starting to see that as well too in rapmate so 
the last thing you want to do is cut back on marketing efforts. If anything, you want to be better at measuring your marketing efforts. So that's one of my points right here is you want to get better at tracking and measuring KPIs. Okay. So what you're trying to do is, is that you like, you might've said before in the past, like, well, I don't know how to track this or like, we don't have enough data on this. So we're just going to keep rolling with it because we think it's working. So no more of this like gut instinct bullshit. Okay. I'm not saying gut instinct doesn't make your business function and work. What I'm saying is that you need to get down to like the nitty gritty, start tracking and measuring true KPIs that deliver on, you know, future revenue. And so these can be things like uh, CAC, which is going to be customer acquisition costs. You need to start tracking that. And you're like, well, how do you do, how do I track CAC? Well, here's a very simple solution. You simply take the expenses of say running ads. Okay. So let's say that you're spending $10,000 a month on running ads, just as an example. Okay. So that's $10,000. And then you have like an agency that helps you with those ads. Let's say it's $2,000, just as an example, okay? So then that's $12,000 in ads. And let's say you have a sales team because you got to close those deals and you've got, you know, five people. Let's just say that each of them make $10,000 per month. Let's just say, just to make numbers easy. So that's going to be 50,000 people. So you get your 50,000 plus your 10,000 plus your 2,000. So that's going to be $62,000 to essentially run things for, you know, a month, Okay. And I'm keeping it very basic, right? So from there, what you do is you then calculate how much revenue you generated um, and how much, how many customers you acquired, okay? And so, and, and so like if you acquired five new customers, all right, and you spent $62,000, all right, then those five, let's take a look really quick 62,000 divided by five that's a $12,400 CAC cost of acquiring a customer or customer acquisition cost okay so you're like that's a lot of money how much how, how big were those deals well, you know you're you're an FM you're an IFM you're a PM like I can tell you right now that's probably the first month's payment do you see what I'm saying that that like you're probably closing $50,000, $100,000, $200,000 deals, okay? And, and if you're not, then you need to try to work on ways to improve that or get better at your acquiring a customer strategy, okay? So you need to find ways to stretch that. So that's a KPI to track. So get better at that. If you're running ads, then another KPI to track is going to be your ROAS. Is going to be return on ad spend, R-O-A-S, R-O-A-S. So by running your ROAS, by tracking that, it's very simple. It's basically how much money you spent on ads and how much revenue you, you got from ad, from the, those ads. So if you spent $10,000 in ads and you got $100,000 in new business, then guess what? You just made essentially 10X, 10 to one ROAS, okay? And that's good, all right? So anything over a three or four ROAS is a good KPI, is a baseline metric. I mean, bare minimum, you want to make your, 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 you know, what you spent, bare minimum, okay? But like you're putting in work and effort and stuff like that. So like, it, like if you spent $10,000 and you only made $10,000, that's not bad. At least you made your money back. If you made like a two to one or a three to one, that's good. Three to four, like three to one, three to four or, or four to one, that, that's getting better. 
Anything above that's gravy, okay? And so that's kind of what you're shooting for. So those are some KPIs that you want to get better at tracking. So this is how you're going to help retain your role as an as as a marketing leader um, in 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 as a at a facility management company or a property management company. Um, so another part that you want to kind of start working on is also learning how to do more with less. Okay, and I know this is tough. All right, so like example here, you know, we went from a, a, a marketing team of two down to a marketing team of one. And honestly, we didn't even let somebody go. Like this person, he was kind of working his way out, okay? He was our director of marketing. He was actually a contract worker, so he wasn't even a true employee. He's been part of the company since almost the beginning. And so he's been a great asset to the company, but he wanted to kind of pursue something else. And at one point, we were thinking about possibly parting ways with him because there was a moment there where we're like, you know what, maybe it makes more sense for us to part ways. And we didn't just, we, we didn't cross that bridge quite yet at the moment. And then, you know, when he put in his notice of like, hey, I'm gonna be done, um, this is my last week. Then we were like, okay, this makes complete sense. Where I'm coming from is, is that, you know, even before he left, we were doing more with less. We went through a cost cutting process of cutting back on costs on just things that we didn't need, okay? And so what I mean by this is like, we were looking at, hey, we're, you know, we're spending this, like, do we really need this SaaS? Oh, we're spending this. Do we really need this right here? Like, there's all these different things, like, do we really need? So I cut back, for instance, on SEO, okay? Now, did I want to? Heck no, like, that's where I, like, that, that's where I cut my teeth in marketing is SEO. Did I, like, but, you know, I understood why we did it. So there's some things that I'm doing internally and with our CTO to optimize and we're getting better and doing more with less. So, you know, how he looks at it is like, it's a one or two hour project that has infinite results. And so we're, we're doing this, we're, that's what we're doing on our side. So we're just learning how to do more with less. The other part is this, we started looking at our ad spend. So we, we spend a certain amount per month, okay? I'm not gonna go into what we spend, but, we were wanting and considering to start increasing that budget in 2023. And then we decided, you know what? We're gonna hold back on this. We're not gonna increase our budget quite yet. And the reason is because we wanted to fix some internal things and we wanted to see how much more can we squeeze out of this budget. So what did I start doing? I started looking to see, you know, we already knew that Facebook was delivering us the best quality leads. We knew that already. And I was like, okay, but we're still spending like $5,000 a month on Google ads. And so we're like, you know, what if we move some budget from there? We cut out these campaigns that are giving us the wrong kind of leads and it's costing us and it's, it's a waste of money. And I put that towards Facebook. Okay, so what I basically did is, is that we were getting at one point roughly 15% of, of our um, of all of our leads, roughly 15% were the quality leads that we wanted to work with. And then we started, as we started shifting more budget into Facebook, it started growing to 25%, 30%, 40%. And then in December, we got it to 54%. So we would spend X and 54% of those leads were the quality leads that we wanted to work with, which was B2B customers. And we didn't change our budget. Our budget stayed the same. So what did we do? We reallocated budget. We just moved stuff around, okay? And then I started thinking about like, all right, 
Now let's let's see how we can keep doing this. And then like the goal is to get to a 60-40 ratio. So 64%, 60% of our, actually it was truly 65%, but we're flirting around 60%. The goal is that 60% of our leads are business leads, okay? And 40% of our leads are um, direct-to-consumer leads. And so what, what what was happening is the only way I was, that was going to happen is, is that we're like, like we don't want to add more budget to this um, marketing spend because here, here's the thing. We already know that our ROAS on marketing is anywhere from like a six to one to 10 to one. All right. Sometimes even more. So we would get a six to one to 10 to one return on ad spend. And if we wanted to get down to like net net, we were getting uh, like after we paid everybody and everything, like all of our costs, like our net ROAS was like three to one or four to one. It was insane and it still is. So we learned to do more or less. The other part is we started to start looking at our emails like, all right, how can we fix some of these, not, not all, but some of these things? Like, what can we improve on here? What can we change here? How can we improve on this strategy? How can we drive more traffic back to the website? So we started looking at all these things and different stuff. And what did that do for us? That essentially made us more efficient on what we're doing. So again, we're doing more or less. So like I said, we, we cut back on a, on a significant amount of expenses, all right? We did more with less. And I am, I always keep saying this. If you listen to some of my podcasts, get as close as possible to revenue. Get as close as possible to revenue. So my CEO knows that my goal isn't just to brand our company. Like, trust me, he likes branding but we need to pay the bills. Like we're not running a nonprofit business. We need to make money, okay? And over the past, I think three or four months, we've been either break even or profitable, which is great for a startup. That means that we're, we're killing what we eat, all right? And that's, that's good. So we're, what I want you to understand is that if you wanna retain your role as a marketing leader for your facility company, or property management company, get as close as possible to revenue, okay? So you need to know that when you pull this lever and it got you X amount of leads, then those X amount of leads converted to X amount of customers and those X amount of customers got you X amount of revenue. You need to know those numbers. So tracking KPIs, like I mentioned, like your CAC, customer acquisition costs, your ROAS, return on ad spend. Those are things that you need to track. So get as close as possible to revenue. The closer you are to revenue, the more likely and difficult it is to cut marketing outs from a from these from this recession. And so that is the part that I, I, I want to really drill into is that marketing is is should be a revenue driver. It should be helping drive revenue and helping sales do better in closing deals. In minus de December, September, October, November were our biggest months as a company because we started shifting some of our budget from Google ads into Facebook ads because it, we started realizing that and, and realizing that like it was an aha moment, like we started crunching numbers and seeing that it was giving us higher quality leads and our team was closing. In these past few months, this is the most our sales team has been making in commissions ever. 
Like these guys are not complaining about the quality of leads. I don't hear that anymore. I hear like, I'm still working on the leads from yesterday. I haven't had time to work on the leads today. That's the kind of stuff I'm hearing from them. So get closer to revenue, all right? The next thing that you also wanna do is you wanna be able to pivot quickly. You wanna fail fast. You're gonna be trying some stuff and it's gonna just fuck some shit up, okay? Like it's going to screw things up and it's gonna make you look bad and your CEO is gonna be pissed off at you, but you better be able to pivot quickly, okay? You better be able to just be like, okay, that was a mistake. We're not gonna do that again. We're gonna do this instead, okay? But pivot quickly, fail fast. It's okay to fail. I mean, I tell this to my agency all the time that we work that we work with. I go, guys, I don't care if what we did did not work. I just want to be able to make sure that we pivot quickly. None of this whole like, well, we got to test it and we got to ride it out. I like there are some areas where I agree with that that we do have to test it and we do have to ride it out. And there's other areas you just got to fucking cut your losses. Okay, you got to cut your losses and you got to move on. And that's what I'm trying to get to is like, you got to be like, okay, this is clearly not working. We need to move on to this next thing. Okay. So what I'm getting to here is that like, you want to be able to have a strategy to be like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what our goal is. This is what we're anticipating. Okay. And you don't necessarily have to have a fallback plan quite yet, but you better be able to create a fallback plan quickly. Maybe that fallback plan is like, hey, this didn't work. We're going to cut back on this and we're going to reevaluate and then come back to the drawing board and see if this is a better approach. Or we're going to see what other companies are doing in another industry that is doing this that we can probably model and create that same concept. You see what I'm trying to get to? Pivot quickly, fail fast. Okay, so I covered quite a bit of stuff on basically how to retain your role as a marketing leader as in your facility or property management company. Um, it's really important that I'm just going to reiterate this, that you need to make sure you're tracking and measuring KPIs that are tied to revenue. All right. None of this whole MQL shit. Like you, like, they're like, we got like, you know, 20 leads and they're great. Great. Who cares? Like, like marketing qualified leads is a thing of the past. I'm not saying that leads are bad. I'm just simply saying that like, Measuring marketing success but based on leads is horrible because in reality, we like in November, we generated, uh, I think 50, what did we generate? 5,800 leads, I think in November, or maybe 5,600 leads in November. 5,600, 5,800 in November. December, 4,000 leads. And you're like, Why did, how did you drop 1,800 leads in one month? because we shifted our budget from Google to Facebook. Google was giving us cheap $2 leads that weren't converting. Facebook was giving us more expensive $7 to $10 leads that were converting. So our dollar wasn't going as far, but we were getting higher quality leads. Guess what? We lowered our lead, like our, our cost per lead. We lowered the volume of leads, but we got higher quality leads. We were switching our ratio of like, you know, 10%, 15% of those leads were, you know, good quality to like 60% were good quality. So out of like 100 leads, 60% were like B2B customers. Do you see what's going on? So this is what I'm getting to. Do more with less, okay? Cut expenses where you don't need them. Like truly, like do you really need like certain expenses? Just cut them. 
They, you can always get him back again. Just understand, understand that. You can get him back again. Pivot quickly. All right, create a plan and a strategy for the future. That's the last piece. I want you to start thinking about this. So you should have quarterly marketing strategies. Every quarter, this is our marketing strategy. Every quarter, this is our marketing strategy. Every quarter, this is it. And you stick to the plan. Like, hey, we're gonna be focusing on these three areas. Okay, this right here, this right here, this right here. And I've got one of my podcast episodes that explain that. I should probably redo another one so just to kind of help everybody. But, but create a plan. Because if you don't have a plan, you can't have KPIs. You can't get close to revenue. You can't do more or less. You can't you know, cut back expenses. You, you can't know what you're gonna be doing. So create a quarterly marketing plan of what you're gonna be doing. Like, hey, we're gonna be doing this. We anticipate this is gonna give us X amount in revenue. And by pulling this lever is gonna get us X amount of leads. And, and this is how we're gonna do this. And we're gonna measure this. And this is what's gonna be, what this is what's gonna, success is gonna look like, okay? And the last piece is, and I already said this, don't cut back on marketing efforts. If you need to cut back on a little bit of cost, fine. But don't cut back, cut back on efforts. You, you know, like if you're going to cut back, say, like five thousand dollars in in marketing cost, you better make up those five thousand dollars in probably efforts. Okay, so like you're gonna have to put some more extra work. All right, so I hope this was helpful. If you do these things, I I, I promise you, you will have a better chance of retaining your role as a marketing leader. At, you know, at, at your IFM or, or PM company. Uh, but more importantly, you're going to be a better marketer. Why? Because you just become smarter, you become more efficient, you just become a better person whenever you have less, okay? This world of like, well, I need more resources, I need more of this, like, trust me, I know I need more resources. My CEO knows he that I need more resources, but guess what I don't do when I go into his office? Chris, I need more resources. I don't say that. My like, Chris, this is what we're focusing on, is this, this, and this, and then, you know, we're gonna be doing this because it's gonna drive this, this, and this, He's like, all right, good. I'm on board with all that. And if it doesn't all get done, he knows that I'm a, right at the moment. It's just a team of one. Okay. As soon as we get this thing back, you know, this team back to like three, you know, or four, man, it's game on. Okay. So, all right. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, let me know. Three things I always ask at the end of my, my podcast. Number one, um, give us a review. Give us a five-star review on um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Number two, connect with me on LinkedIn. You can find me on linkedin.com slash in slash Javier Lozano Jr. And number three, uh, share this podcast with somebody else. This podcast is growing and it's exciting, all right? So hope everybody has a great day and I'll talk to you later. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, this is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is, is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, we'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. And have a great one.